Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for the bigger picture. So, Ryan, say I'm an investor and I'm looking ahead to the week and I'm thinking, <laughs> where do I focus on? Because I've got to look at the inflation picture and the jobs picture in the U.S., there's a problem in the EU as well, especially with energy and the new uh, prime minister for the UK. And China also has a COVID-19 situation. Maybe Gosh. I should just stay at home. <laughs> it's one of those weeks where you just want to close your eyes and hope to open your eyes and then it's Friday. You know, There's just yeah. so many things going on because you have so many issues on the table and there is no clear direction how they could go. You've got, like you pointed out, non-farm payrolls data. People are still digesting it in terms of implications. And what's happening in Europe with the energy crisis, you have European ministers discussing special measures in view of the, I guess, action by the Kremlin or yeah. at least the state own producer Gazprom to halt gas supplies to Europe. And of course, we have a UK Prime Minister who is uh, set to be announced, a new one, in the next 24 hours. So lots to really keep an eye on. And let's check in with Charo Chanana. She is the market strategist for sexual capital markets in Singapore. Morning, Charu. Morning, Ryan. Morning, Elliot. Hey, glad to have you on. Now let's talk about what's happening with the non-farm payrolls data. We've seen it being described as a Goldilocks report. So what does this mean for the Fed's decision? Um, I think what it means is that uh, now you have to focus on the CPI release, which is due on the September 13th. So I think uh, overall it doesn't really change a lot in terms of market pricing uh, for uh, the Fed's uh, September uh, rate hike plans. And we are still seeing about a 75% probability for a hike of uh, 75 basis points. Um, you know, I think it was a pretty mixed report in terms of the headline numbers, slowing down to 315K, mm-hmm. but still being better than expectations. Uh, I think a little bit of a concern on the earnings growth as well as a higher unemployment rate, um, which rose to 3.7% from 3.5% previously. But I think that can still be explained uh, by uh, the increase in labor force participation. So when you have more job seekers, a little bit of a higher unemployment rate Mm. is a given, right? So again, overall, I think a little bit of a mixed report and I think it doesn't change anything. The only thing it does is it clears one hurdle for the Fed and I think just brings the focus back on inflation. Yeah, Charlie, it's interesting when I look at the currency movements in reaction, uh, or at least in the wake of the NFP data, we are looking at a dollar gaining momentum. And of course, uh, conversely, things like the euro and many other currencies are down this morning. I think we'll touch on them in just a few moments. Uh, Let's dive into what's happening with the ECB. We've got a meeting this week as well as a EU emergency meeting on the energy situation. Help us unpack what we should be looking out for. Uh, Yeah, I think a lot's happening in Europe this week and that certainly will be the bigger focus. Uh, In terms of the ECB meeting, I think there's been plenty of uh, chatter last week about 75 basis points rate hike as well. So, um, you know, I think uh, overall uh, that seems to be the case happening. Of course, uh, you know, also with the energy situation worsening materially over the weekend. So that obviously is raising even more concerns for inflation after uh, we did see a 9.1% print for August um, last week. You know, I think most of the ECB speakers have hinted that they prefer front-loading rate hikes, except for probably Philip Lane, um, who is, of course, an influential voice uh, in the bank. 
Um, and he said that, you know, he would rather prefer a step-by-step increase, mm. uh, you know, to see how the markets absorb that tightening pressure. But again, I think uh, my sense is since he spoke, the energy situation has worsened materially yep. and it would be a bigger prompt for the ECB to go for a bigger rate hike as well. And in terms of the EU, uh, the emergency meeting that you're talking about, yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, I mean, things have worsened, you know, with uh, G7 imposing a price cap on Russian oil and then Russia's uh, gas from kind of indefinitely halting uh, gas supplies. So I think, you know, this is really a Lehman moment for Europe in terms of their energy crisis. And uh, I think what we could possibly see at the emergency meeting is obviously ways to ration and ways to control demand. So, of course, I think those are the only possible um, solutions in the near term. And uh, But at the same time, I think it will be important to rethink the policy stance on nuclear power. Mm. Uh, because in the you know long term, I think that will be key to addressing the energy um, demand. Yeah, Charu, that's a great summary. So, I'm looking at euro under pressure in amidst all that noise. is now down 0.3% so far this morning at around 99.2 cents to the US dollar. And I'm also looking at a pound under pressure. It's down by 0. 0.3% this morning. Of course, the UK will be in the spotlight with a new Prime Minister over the next 24 hours. UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is in the lead over her rival, former Finance Minister Rishi Sunak. How will markets likely react to appointment in view of how she has promised to cut taxes? Is that actually going to lead to more spending and actually make the inflation problem in the UK worse? I mean, it, it is obviously, you know, it is a challenging economic outlook and um, the new prime minister does have a lot of difficult decisions ahead in terms of the energy crisis and in terms of the finances. Um, and the plans to cut uh, taxes by least trust, you know, it does offer a little support, you know, to those who have been hard hit by the energy crisis. Um, and, and of course, it is a point of worry for the investors as well. So I think, I mean, of course, there are no easy solutions at the moment and uh, the markets will certainly be extremely volatile uh, to any kind of you know, policy announcements made by the new prime minister. Okay, and talking about what to watch out for in the coming days, China has just tightened its COVID-19 restrictions. Chengdu, those restrictions being extended and Shenzhen, uh, we've seen that lockdown be announced over the weekend. What can we expect um, with market reactions with what's happening in China? I think it is concerning as well because, you know, uh, we do see that the lockdown measures are getting more severe, especially, you know, ahead of their uh, CCP meeting, which has now been announced for the 16th of October. So my sense is that uh, it is going to be extremely important for them to turn these cities around and, you know, be able to get over with their uh, COVID outbreaks by the time they reach that meeting, because, of course, it's important to show a victory of the zero COVID policy at that political event. So I think, uh, yeah, I think we have to be really cautious because this can get more strict from here as we approach the political agenda. Mm, mass testing underway in Chengdu. And of course, uh, many other cities closely watched to see how the COVID-19 cases um, are being managed. You've been chatting with Charu Chanana. She is the market strategist for Sexo Capital Markets. Charu, thanks for your time this morning and we'll catch up again with you soon. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.